Over the weekend, former B.C. politician Rich Coleman came under fire after a Twitter joke about the efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccine fell flat. In a since-deleted Twitter post, uh, initially posted on Saturday, Coleman asked, and here's the quote, How will we know if the vaccines are working? Will the survival rate go from 99.5% up to 99.7%? Close quote. That was the tweet. So then that was taken down shortly after, but it was, uh, of course, out there. Lots of people saw it and did screen grabs, that sort of thing. So Coleman followed it up with, quote, So I tweeted something earlier and on reflection thought it wasn't that funny. My bad. Sorry, folks. Close quote. And that's uh, the status of that one. Now, we've uh, had a lot of commentators and a lot of people go after him on social media and all the rest of it. And our own Jody Vance has uh, taken Rich uh, to task on social media as well. And here to talk about it again this morning is uh, Mo Amir from Van Color Moments. Mo, good morning. Good morning, Sterling, and I hope you enjoyed a very Merry Christmas. Uh, we did indeed. A little quieter than usual, a little sure. uh, much. Uh, we didn't even have a turkey, Mo. That's <laughs> that's going to happen in April or whenever we can actually get the turkey-eating clan all around the same table again. So we did. We had an alternative meal, uh, turkey on hold until a, a, an appropriate time. How about you? <laughs> Uh, about the same. I had a mix of turkey and chicken, actually. So ah, okay. it was pretty good. Yeah. So then you got your, your dander up because you saw this stuff on the weekend. What did you mm-hmm. make of it? So, so Rich Coleman posts this variant of a meme that's been going around the Internet, and you already quoted it. You know, this anti-vaccine skepticism is so dumb, and that's the word that Mr. Coleman used in his apology afterwards because it's conflating a vaccine's effectiveness in preventing infection from a virus with the survival rate of being infected by the virus without vaccination. So, as you said, you know, 30 minutes later, Mr. Coleman apologizes, invoking what's become the B.C. liberal mantra of 2020. It was a joke. Sorry, it wasn't funny. Mm -hmm. But uh, frankly, there's no joke here. When 15,000 Canadians have died from this virus, which includes 800 British Columbians and 25 people in the Langley uh, Langley Lodge outbreak, which should have hit close to home for Mr. Coleman. So Context is important here. You know, the reason this caused such an uproar is that Rich Coleman sat in elected office in B.C. for a quarter century. Mm -hmm. He was a former deputy premier, and I would say that he has a responsibility to support the public health office during a pandemic, not undermine it with conspiracy theory, anti-vax nonsense. And I, I, I think this is important as well. You know, there is a segment of British Columbians, rightly or wrongly, that blame Rich Coleman personally for systemic money laundering in BC casinos, the housing crisis, everything associated with the Vancouver model. And I mean, Mr. Coleman is a guy that told people on social assistance, including people with disabilities, that they should remember how good we have it in this country because they're not poor people in the developing world. So outside of some interests that supported Mr. Coleman throughout his political career, interests like the Independent Contractors and Business Association, I would say that a lot of British Columbians, myself included, don't want to hear from Rich Coleman unless he's testified under oath in the Cullen Commission. Mm -hmm. Uh, From the Vancouver province this morning, uh, quote, Coleman also noted he has stood up to anti-vaccine groups for years, having supported the polio vaccine for decades. He said the COVID-19 vaccine, quote, can't 
come quick enough. So, uh, and, and that, of course, is all in hindsight. Uh, did you uh, see the tweet as being somehow some kind of dog whistle to anti-vaxxers, Mo? I suppose so, yeah. I mean, that meme, it, 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 there is a meme, and it, it's come in different variants, uh, uh, joking about the survival rate, uh, has been going around those circles. So I don't know if that was a, you know, hint, hint, uh, nudge, wink, or whatever, but it, or it could have just been Mr. Coleman had a few drinks, uh, misunderstood the tweet, and, and, and put it up online for himself. I don't know, but I think at the end of the day, it's, it's irresponsible. It sends the wrong message. And again, his own words, it's dumb. It, it, it is completely anti-scientific, and it's unfortunate that he had to do that. Well, you know, and it's also, I think, symptomatic of something we've seen all this year from the Liberal Party of British Columbia, an absolutely tone-deaf sense of humor that now, in retrospect, and we can do the metrics, cost them seats in the legislature. Oh, absolutely. There's been a disconnect from reality this whole year with this party. It's unfortunate to say because there are a lot of BC Liberals who really have good intentions, who really work hard in their communities and really want to do what's best for the province. What's unfortunate is they're they're being brought down by really ill-advised, ill-timed comments uh, by people who simply don't get it. And the rest of the province does, and they see it, and, you know, it's costing the party, it's affected their brand, and it's going to be really difficult for them to rebuild if this continues, especially as we know Rich Coleman's name is going to keep coming up during the Cullen Commission in the new year. Well, and have we heard anything now from the interim liberal leader, uh, even by, and of course, Coleman is no longer in the House, but it's, it's still, as you say, 25 years with the party. You're, you're definitely, you've left an impression on the current product, even if you're not sitting anymore. Uh, have we heard from the official uh, liberal party about this at all? Uh, nothing that I've seen. I haven't seen anything from Shirley Bond. Again, you know, there is an argument that Rich Coleman isn't in the party anymore, but given his history, uh, given his prominence within the party, I think it would be appropriate for the Liberal Party to come out and say, you know what, that didn't reflect us. Hey, Rich made a mistake. Uh, you know, don't judge his career based on one tweet, but that was wrong. You know, I think that was important. And I will say that Rich did do the right thing in apologizing immediately, taking it down. Uh, He had a little kerfuffle with MLA Nathan Cullen, which I thought was very strange, Mm -hmm. because Nathan Cullen just said, you know, you have to be a little more responsible and and compassionate. And I think Rich said, uh, uh, a little rich coming from you, even though there's no evidence that Nathan Cullen has ever said anything to fuel conspiracy theories, whether that's anti-mask or anti-vaccine conspiracy theories. Well, I think that's probably also just a little politics going on there. You know, you've got a a veteran NDP, former MP, now MLA, uh, still chipping away at uh, the veteran provincial politician. uh, And, you know, uh, many decades of animosity, shall we say, between the two. So that that sort of uh, back and forth would be nothing but expected. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But at the same time, we are talking about a uh, a pandemic, a public health crisis. We are talking about people who have died, including British Columbians, including people in Mr. Coleman's former riding. Um, it's not really a laughing matter. And, and throwing politics or political jabs at it, you know, I don't think it's a great look for, um, for Mr. Coleman in particular. I think Mr. Cullen just commented on it being irresponsible. I don't think he took any personal jabs at him. Well, the whole thing, of course, turns out to have been absolutely unnecessary from the get-go. So another unnecessary, a complete, complete gaffe uncalled for. Mo, thanks for this. Thank you.